The Sons and Daughters Podcast. Discover and walk in the life that Jesus lives inside of you. Hosted by Andy and Tina Hayner, leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministry. Hi, welcome to the Sons and Daughters Podcast. I'm Tina Hayner, and this is my husband, Andy Hayner. And we are leaders of the Full Speed Impact Ministries, and this is the Sons and Daughters Podcast, where we encourage you to understand your identity in Christ, to walk in all of the fullness of His glory and power, um, because He does live inside of you, and that is what we are created to. Paul said that, uh, I labor for this one thing, that I may present every person complete in Christ. Mm. Um, and Christ completes us, and yeah. we are created to bear the image of God. Christ is the image of God, and so He's uh, come to move inside of us. And uh, but He doesn't want to just stay in there; yeah, I, He wants he to wants, flow out. Mm, absolutely, and uh, that takes encouragement. It takes some teaching, and mm-hmm. so Tina and I we get together and we have these little podcasts, and we want to encourage you that if this is a blessing to you, let your friends know about these things. If you're um, seeing the videos of this, if you can uh, share it with others. By mm-hmm. the way, if I'm lo- if you're looking at me and noticing. You know, Something's different. different. <laughs> so today I managed to step on my glasses. They fell off my face when I was climbing down a ladder. And uh, before I uh, realized, realized where they were, I had stepped on them. And so, um, yes, there is something missing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that will get rectified eventually. Um, but we're really glad that you can be with us. We release a new podcast every week, um, and we have uh, have in, in uh, available in all your major podcast mm-hmm. things, and out on Facebook and YouTube, the mm-hmm. studio videos. You can see those as well. Yeah. Also, if you uh, have any questions or things you'd like us to cover, ideas or topics, um, feel free to to mention those. Let us know because um, we're happy to to talk about things that you know you would would be encouraging and uplifting to you yeah let us know what do you want us to cover mm-hmm. and talk about we you know we hit on things that are important to us that come up we pray you know uh, this week we've had a, <laughs> a, few, dis- a few discussions yeah. uh, just pray about what we should talk about and yeah. um, but I do get even uh, even this week I got a couple of, uh, of people just letting me know that you know they're enjoying listening to mm-hmm. the podcast mm-hmm. as they're traveling they go on uh, road trips for their uh, for their work or or, you know, as, uh, as a couple or just mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. and they just throw in a podcast, and it's a good good way to have the miles roll by, that's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, Tina, um, this past week we had a chance uh, with our small group right. to go out to uh, the homeless, and uh, Tina, you had some pretty uh, neat encounters out there, weren't you? Yeah, sure. we were... Um out uh, actually handing out some clean socks and underwear <laughs> um, and some boots to uh, to the homeless out there. And Not just clean, new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. And that was one thing that new we learned mm-hmm. from uh, from them is we asked, is there are there things that you need that you're not getting? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it didn't really occur to me. Um, I mean, I wear underwear every day, but <laughs> it didn't occur to me. You know, that's one thing that when it comes to hand-me-downs and, and mm-hmm. giving, giving clothes, you know, nobody gives used, used underwear. underwear right and, and socks too right. really yeah yeah so that was something that they needed so we um we made a little shopping trip as a as a small group and uh split up the the shopping basket and 
went out to the homeless community and mm -hmm. yeah and as we were uh handing things out we were asking them how they're doing is there any way we can pray for you and um there were um two ladies mm -hmm. who both had uh bad knees mm -hmm. and um uh, the, um, the first lady, uh, she, um, she said, yeah, my, my knees bother me a lot. And uh, particularly this one. And, um, my friend was with me and, um, she's been learning about healing and, um, and she's, you know, she believes she's been praying and that mm -hmm. kind of thing. But, um, uh, and she's very loving, loving, open hearted person. Um, but sometimes when it comes to actually stepping out to, pray or to speak in faith mm -hmm. like that she gets a little uh like deer in the headlights okay what do i do what do i do and um anyways but i, I encouraged her she had uh, seen her granddaughter and her granddaughter had given her a manicure and she had these nails and little jewels on them and stuff and and i said well since you have such beautiful hands linda why don't you uh, uh lay hands on her knee and, and pray and i'll you know i'll agree with you just kind of push her out of the nest a little bit and uh and she did um and um and first first time prayer you know she prayed and then we said okay check it out how's it how's it doing and she was the lady was like oh wow yeah it's, right. it's good yeah it feels great and um yeah and then a little genuinely while, surprised yeah yeah and then a little while later um another uh young girl came up and uh, it was just, it was kind of funny to me that her knees too were bothering her. But um, uh, again, Linda and I agreed in, in prayer and um, and her knees were were healed as well. And she was like, yeah, much, much better. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was an encouraging. It was a great moment to, to minister to our friends out there, um, healing and, and see the Lord's power uh touch them but mm. um but you know i get a lot of joy out of um someone that uh is stepping out and sh you know maybe it's a little bit of a stretch mm -hmm. um but growing you know right. and stretching and purposely um extending that um you know pushing themselves a little bit you so know, it's it good it really reminds me of our podcast from last week where we had steve on and we were talking about activating the power of god for healing mm -hmm. you know for steve he uh, he basically got it from the word and just went right out and started doing it mm -hmm. and it was working just fine that's wonderful um um you know the word it, the word of God equips us um, so that we can do every good work is what it says in 2 Timothy right. 3.16. Um, and so really it's the word that equips us. Um, but part of that equipping process is not just um, hearing the word, but oftentimes helping, you know, discipling others, right. teach them to obey. Right. And so, you know, she knows the command of Jesus, heal the sick. Right. Um, but sometimes, you know, there that's a there's a context with that of actually demonstrating that. So it was really a kind of a, a neat follow up from last week. Um, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I always, just, like I said, it's, it's always fun to, um, to help someone stretch a little. It's like, I know in her heart, she wanted to, she wants to, right. um, but to help be that person that's like, you can do it. <laughs> now, I, I remember, I remember Linda when we first met her, actually, um, her husband, Chad, he had been, he and I had been fellowshipping some and, uh, and he brought his, you know, it was, it was the, I'm bringing my wife uh, mm -hmm. to our group and, and she came and I was like, so what brings you here? What questions are you hoping mm -hmm. that we would talk about? Mm -hmm. And she, she just, well, I just want to know why some people get healed and some people don't. Mm -hmm. why, does, why does God 
God not always want to heal? And mm-hmm. and those were her questions, right? Sure. And, and mm-hmm. almost literally how she said them. Mm-hmm. And instead of addressing the questions theologically, I said, are you in pain? And mm-hmm. she said, yes, mm-hmm. yes, I'm in constant pain. And, you know, that was the problem. A lot of times people have, um, they, they have a hard time hearing the word because their, their experience is speaking so loudly. So loudly. There's right. a lot of background mm-hmm. noise. Absolutely. It's oh, almost yeah. like, you know, the radio station is playing and the TV's playing mm-hmm. and there's a, you know, there's world work outside and then somebody comes up to you and wants to have a conversation. It's hard. It's, there's like, a lot of mm-hmm. things going Focus. on. We prayed for her. She was healed mm-hmm. uh, instantly. Yeah. And she's continued to grow in the word and not just based on that experience. But the right. experience kind of cleared the way right. so she could listen to the word. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot right. of times that's the way the Lord uses healing mm-hmm. uh, or in, in miracles in general yeah. is that sometimes there's just a lot of background noise in that, that uh, miracle can't save anyone right it can't create true faith the the the, the real real faith <laughs> is what comes from the word of god mm-hmm. right not from, from the miracles the right um but the miracle is like a sign saying pay attention <laughs> this is real yeah. listen you god know you. the neon right. blinking thing mm-hmm. which is really cool it's a sign yeah um, you know, not only uh, Chloe was one of the ladies that I know from that the, we prayed that for. We she prayed was the for. first one. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend uh, is Brian, and uh, we went there primarily because uh, we had gone earlier in the week. And Brian mentioned he had a job, but he couldn't start it because he doesn't have steel toe boots. Proper, right. And so we we went out there, and before we even gave them anything he already was so excited he had his bible out he was mm-hmm. like he he mm-hmm. thought man we're we're just going to have church right. and um, when when we showed him that we had gotten him some steel toe boots he just his mouth dropped and he like it's almost, almost like he, did, he, tears did, in he his didn't eyes. touch it and you know it was like christmas for him mm-hmm. and um, yeah. and he opened up the bible and said you know he said we got to read the word let's start and with we, the bible he, verse you know, we, we, and um, and i said pick one and he picked psalm Eight. 18. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it starts off, I love you, O Lord, my, my strength, strength, my rock, rock. Mm-hmm. and my redeemer. You're my rock. And, yeah. um, and we just talked about that. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. It was yeah. a good time. You know, Brian is the one guy, he stood out to me the first time that we went out there. And uh, at first mm-hmm. he wanted to, there was a point where he just, like I was trying to share my testimony and there was a point where I mentioned God and then he wanted to start to argue and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, but, but what was interesting is that when we started worshiping, right, that he, shifted everything. He began to worship mm-hmm. and I saw the Holy Spirit just hit him like he he just had this shiver and then all of a sudden you saw him go limp on the inside mm-hmm. it was like all of a sudden the resistance that was coming from, um you know from all these Church arguments and, and speculations mm-hmm. is what it talks about in second corinthians uh, chapter 10 where you know we we take every thought captive, captive and, right. and don't let uh lofty imaginations and speculations well, mm-hmm. well what was interesting that just shifting him from his mind Mind to to his to his heart Mm -hmm. to his where he began to enter in something shifted i believe that he's probably born again but he's he's really struggling because he's never been shown how to walk Mm -hmm. in the fullness of christ Mm -hmm. and he had some traumatic events yeah there's a number of different things for Mm -hmm. sure 
but it was neat. So that really kind of brings us to our topic. What we want to talk about today is the transforming power of worship. Mm-hmm. How do we cultivate that? What is that? And and when we say worship, um, we're not talking just about singing or singing mm-hmm. songs at your worship service. Right, we're we're primar- right. primarily focusing in on personal worship. This is your spiritual act of worship. That's right. right. <laughs> so why don't we start off just by defining our terms here you know i guess this is the way the man thinks right <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's, let's define things what exactly are we talking but but, but when when we say we'll worship personal worship growing in worship you know where what do you think of what is it that you know mm-hmm. what scriptures come to mind where you know what do you see as this is worship mm. yeah that's a great question um Well, a couple of things come to mind. One um, is that um, this is kind of from the Old Testament, but worship involves a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, for us now, it's not uh, bulls and goats and pigeon doves, (laughs) things like that. It's um, sacrifice. It um, can be in our lives of you know, lots of different things of our preferences, of um, time, of, yeah, all kinds of kinds mm-hmm. of things, um, the way we wanted things to go or think they should go and, and laying those things down. Um, and so, yeah, uh, those sacrifices and, and, and God, you know, he does receive that as worship. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and so, yeah, it's not so much the um going to a worship service or, or the singing or that kind of thing. But it's it's kind of that heart-to-heart connection with God and yeah. that, you know, God, I am declaring by um, putting this aside or dying to it or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, I'm declaring by that that you're worthy, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what worship is, is declaring God's worth. Yeah. And um, yeah. that's really good because you know how much something is worth to you by what you're willing to, to sacrifice for it. For it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, so there is certainly that element. I think of, you know, even in the New Testament, it's not just an Old Testament mm-hmm. concept. Mm-hmm. You see it in it's a carried through. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, but, but the connection between worship and <clears throat> sacrifice. Um, for example, Romans 12, 1 and 2, where it says to present our bodies, bodies. to the mm-hmm. Lord as a living um, sacrifice, a living sacrifice mm-hmm. right. um, which is our, our reasonable act, act of, of worship. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so what does that mean? Does that mean, you know, you need to go to the gym? <laughs> you know, otherwise, you know, I would be in sin for a long period of my Christian life for Me sure. Too. Although I've recently started jump you roping. Do so much yeah, better. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm starting to feel better. Anyway, um, but uh yeah, so what is what does that mean? That it, really it means our the life that we live in this body. Mm-hmm. Let it all be a sacrifice of worship. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it, our life doesn't come from our body anymore. Our anyway, life comes from the life from of the Christ. Christ. Yeah. And so it's as, it's as if this life has become, an, an, the world has become mm-hmm. an altar, mm-hmm. and the life that we live, our, everything that we do in this body has now become 
uh, a sacrifice of worship mm-hmm. unto the Lord, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. It's amazing. But it's not just dead meat. He says you're a living sacrifice, you know, right. so it's those it's those words that we say. It's the actions that we do um, as we're living out, mm-hmm. you know, and it can be um, reaching out to somebody to pray for them. To, it can be taking clean new socks and underwear to people that sure. need it. It could be, you know, helping a neighbor out or encouraging yeah. your child. Um, you know, those kinds of things that, yeah, that, that, that are, it's a living thing and that's such an honor. And it's nice to, to have that understanding because basically living in the spirit when you're, you know, that one of the, the, the motivations of the spirit of God that we can tap into is that motivation of worship. And mm. so uh, Paul said, you know, that I go about ministering the gospel um, it, it, like a priestly service of worship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, even his ministry was going about offering, preparing an offering for the mm-hmm. Lord. He looked at things that way. He mm-hmm. said, "If I'm if I'm being poured, poured out, out as a, drink, as a offering. drink offering, which you know, it was neat to kind of look at that to me that he that every other part of the sacrifices could be eaten by the priests. Sure, mm-hmm. and, and the, you, practical use, right? And, and so it, it, that's one thing that is good to talk about is that when we worship." we actually get nourished and other people get nourished spiritually. Absolutely. But Paul was saying, listen, if all of my ministry, if there's just, you didn't receive anything and and I just poured out my life on you. Mm -hmm. And the only person that gets any benefit from the drink offering is the Lord. It all goes up in smoke. So so he's basically (laughs) saying, if my ministry just went up in smoke, (laughs) you know, there's nothing that lasts that didn't nourish anybody. Mm. The Lord gets it all. And it's still worship. And, And that I think is so key for people who have a motivation to minister because because mm-hmm. ministry can be so full of disappointments mm-hmm. and setbacks that if you're not connected, and think not just ministry, child raising, Maybe. which is a ministry, mm-hmm. your relationship with, your, with spouse. your spouse, mm-hmm. your work life, there's setbacks and so much. And mm-hmm. so it's so nice, you know, when you're offering your life and everything you're doing, that the chief motivation is I'm offering it as unto the, the Lord. Lord. It's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One scripture, one scripture that comes to mind that really informs me when it comes to to worshiping is John chapter four, when Jesus mm-hmm. has this encounter with the woman at the well, um, and mm-hmm. he spends the first part of that encounter telling her about living waters that uh, flow like rivers mm-hmm. and that right. will will spring up from within, and that she won't have to come to this place and drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Draw and, water, and he pivots from that to the Father seeks true worshipers, those that mm. worship Him in spirit and truth. And if when you connect those two, He's not sharing he, uh, two separate ideas that because he's, he's basically pivoting from the, the metaphor to the reality and the metaphor mm. of drinking and finding your thirst satisfied on the inside. She had obviously been looking for her heart satisfaction in relationships. She had gone through strings of them, Mm -hmm. and her heart was unsatisfied. And Jesus pivoted off of that to begin to talk about true worship. And so I think of it as worship is not just what we 
get give to the Lord the sac starting with the the idea of sacrifice, mm -hmm. but the reason that we sacrifice anything to to Him is because we have found a drinking well, right? <laughs> you know, something the, that satisfies. It's like, oh gosh, guys. Have you tried the new restaurant? You know, it, that's worship. That innocent, you know, it's it's that we found something that is so satisfying mm -hmm. that um, that worship is like choosing. This is my fountain, and that that's even a metaphor in the scriptures of all my fountains, fountains are, are in you. Sure. Um, so every place I turn to for satisfaction um, for my heart is found in you. Now, one of the neat things with with worship, with that con context, is that not only is it, oh, you know, we never finished the story about Brian. Oh, um, yeah, we no, we did. So I'm jumping back. Yeah. Um, so one of the neat things about worship is that not only does it satisfy you, it transforms you when you worship God. Mm -hmm. um, so to, why don't you talk about that a little bit? Because I think a lot of times we make growing in Christ, a, a purely mechanical thing of learning mm -hmm. principles, and I'm mm -hmm. going to but the whole key, the, the engine, the, the fuel for this whole thing is worship. And so it, it, if you just make it simple and focus on worship uh, and you cultivating worship in your, in your life, um, that is going to have a huge transforming effect mm -hmm. um, just in, in your life. So why don't you talk about some of the impacts or how do you cultivate that and some of the ways that um, cultivating worship really mm -hmm. impacts mm -hmm. you or you've seen it impact other people? Sure. You know, um, I guess that scripture comes to mind that talks about how um, we become what we behold, you know, and yeah. that, that speaks to, you know, that, that us – it's not necessarily our job to transform ourselves, right. you know, of like, I'm going to apply this formula and then I'll come out on the other side this way. Um, but, but God's word says, as we behold him, we become like That's him. Second Corinthians three eighteen. Right. Uh -huh. I couldn't remember the, the scripture, right. but reference, but, um, but yeah, and so I think um, that that's that that whole idea. Though, so um, so that being said, as we're beholding Him, and well, you know, kind of your time alone with God is an obvious time that you can behold Him in mm -hmm. the Scriptures and in prayer as you're praying, um, even praying in the Spirit. Um, but um, but you know, there's the whole rest of the day <laughs> too, sure. in the evening too, and so you know how. Um, well, well, before we get on mm -hmm. to how we do this during the day, mm -hmm. let's talk about that. Okay. How do you how for you have you like intently focused on? I really want to grow in by worshiping Being, yeah i want to to cultivate that more in my life mm -hmm. have you ever like decided that's something like when you're discipling other people is that something that you would teach people this is important mm -hmm. you know and you yeah, skip that, over this and, right it's and foundational because mm -hmm. I, I, I i see that mm -hmm. as a real need because mm -hmm. otherwise mm -hmm. we have this boring you know thank you god for this day <laughs> you know please help my wife to behave today <laughs> and my my job to go good and sure. you know those those kind of prayers i mean but like what's going to transform your life is worship mm -hmm. learning to worship god mm -hmm. so 
Teach us, <laughs> oh, oh great master. <laughs> well, you know, give us a few things. Though. Well, I guess again, another thing that comes to mind is like you know, as we are um, beholding him. Yeah, um, it's in our shirt. But you know, when we're in the Word, um, we can we can read the scriptures, and actually, we begin to start to try to we view ourselves, we behold ourselves, and how we don't measure up, or how we may want to make changes, or or things we want to do, and th- that's okay. But um, but what's really transforming is when in the scriptures you can see Jesus, mm-hmm. you can see the Father, you can see His character, um, and you can pause and truly in your heart be thankful of how that impacts you and mm-hmm. and and ch- and and changes you and has in, has made an influence in your life. Um, and and then your focus is really beholding him and looking at him, mm-hmm. um, and again, and the and the worth is on him. The worship is on him. The focus is on him. It's not on me and what I need to do. And I need to apply this and fix this and that kind of thing. You know what's kind of coming to mind mm-hmm. um, is is eating. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's coming to mind for mm-hmm. me, you know. But mm-hmm. um, if you think of it, you know, like if you're feeling physically hungry, depleted, you might you might get what uh, what we call around our house hangry, hangry. where, mm-hmm. you know, our kids often get this way mm-hmm. where, you know, you can tell, man, they're they're getting hungry and they're getting a little bit edgy yeah. and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, you can spend all your time trying to you know, control your anger, or you can just go eat. And a lot of Christians, I think, um, they'll see things that are wrong with their life. And they, and like Tina was saying, they'll open the scriptures and they'll see their own downfalls. Mm -hmm. And they never shift to using the scriptures, not as a self-improvement program, Mm -hmm. but as a lens, as a menu to see God, behold Mm -hmm. him. And that's not just in your mind. Um, this is where eating comes in. You know, you don't just read the menu and say, oh, that is a great restaurant and fold mm-hmm. the menu up and walk out. Right. <laughs> you order and you actually taste, taste and see mm-hmm. that the Lord that is good. good. And mm-hmm. so there is an aspect to where uh, our worshiping is is first making the time to go to the restaurant mm, mm. to be with God to to choose that's going to be a priority and if you think of it you know nobody has a, that hard of a time eating when they're hungry sure yeah. but for some reason sometimes Christians have it in their mind that like to uh, to build a discipline to set time aside to sit down with God. Mm-hmm. They'll make it make time for their body, but they won't make time for their soul. So, mm-hmm. But anyway, so it's really important to do that. But when you do that, I like to think of it as like, okay, the Bible is like the menu mm-hmm. that shows me who God is. But that's not worshiping, not just seeing what's there. Right. But taste and see. That stopping. You want to savor it. You know, and it's not just, you know, it's like there's some ways where you're just just eating to put something in your gut. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, but there's sometimes where (laughs) this is really good. Like I'm I'm doing like my mommy told me, you know, I'm I'm chewing my food, but I'm not just chewing my food. I'm savoring my food. Right. I'm really getting everything out of it. Yes. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. and I think that and that to me is when we do that in our hearts to to not just um, you know it's funny sometimes when we've gone through phases 
where you know we'll we'll sit down and our kids will read the Bible with them. And we're like and 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 they'll go like I know that I know that I already knew that I already knew that. <laughs> And that tells me they've shifted over into their mind, the mind. because the mind is just about, I know uh, it. And, and that's what's called the pride of knowledge. Mm -hmm. I know it. The issue isn't, you know, sure. So after Tina and I got married, I knew my wife mm -hmm. in a biblical sense, <laughs> but that wasn't the last time. I was like, hm, I know that, you know, <laughs> because, yep. so there's an aspect of, 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 you know, you're the one I've chosen forever. And that, you know, you make time for that savoring. Mm -hmm. That's so important. And, you know, what we choose to devote ourselves to, mm -hmm. um, we're always savoring something. Right. If you think of it. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's so like the Lord too, because, um, he wants us to enjoy him. Yes. And that's, you know, I think that's kind of another word for savoring or enjoying your food uh, or enjoying the Lord, savoring the Lord. You know, mm -hmm. again, you see something in the word and, you know, like maybe it's maybe it's his tenderness or mm -hmm. his gentleness. And yeah, yeah, I know he's gentle. I know he's tender. Um, but then to stop and, and you're putting all your heart into it and then and actually getting to the point, it's like, no, I actually really enjoy that about him. Mm -hmm. That That's great. You know, that's something that really um, means so much to me. It ministers to me and I'm thankful for it. And I, I enjoy that he's that way. Yeah. So, you know, you know what's <clears> funny <throat> is that because of what you were saying earlier, behold, it's in 2 Corinthians 3.18 where it says, mm. as we behold him as in a mirror, that we're being transformed into his image. Mm -hmm. and, and, and to me, the funny thing that it is that it's almost like sun, sun, sun tanning. Mm -hmm. If you want to get tan, it's not a lot of work on your part. It's understanding how the sun works. Mm -hmm. you know, well, it'd be a skin. lot of work on my part. But. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you can just stand in the shade and, and <laughs> get tan. All right. You're messing up my illustration here. <laughs> anyway. It oh, would eventually happen, oh, I guess. Fair one. Mm -hmm. um, At least a redness. <laughs> yeah. You will be impacted by the sun right. simply by baking soaking in the sun's <laughs> rays and and um, you know one of the things that i think is really important is that we learn to allow our heart to embrace the presence of god to to allow our heart to savor mm -hmm. um, almost as if you know there's a there's a chewing aspect that happens with our food but then there's the swallowing and you know that you actually take it into yourself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and when we behold the lord you know i want jesus said that you know i'm the true food and i'm the true drink right. um he said he who eats me well he's not talking about the, he's not talking about the lord's supper even mm -hmm. um because that he wasn't handing out wafers mm -mm. when he proclaimed that he was calling people to worship him to find their nourishment to mm -hmm. find their life in him mm -hmm. but in his flesh meaning his unity and so it's really neat that when we behold him we behold him as in a mirror and so part of it is beholding him seeing who he is but then realizing he lives in me so you've got to take that that his life his glory his mercy his power his majesty his worth to the father his victory 
all of that, just savor it. Just, you know, in uh, verbally, you know, worshiping mm-hmm. can do that. But it's really the important thing is in your in heart. your heart, that heart connection, right? And then you got to make that faith step to behold him as in a mirror. When I see him, I see him in me. Mm-hmm. That that's, mm-hmm. that he, that's I bear his image. Sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. it's, he doesn't bear my image. He's not uh-huh. looking at me independently. When I see him... It's that's the reflection that transforms me into that image, sure. that faith step, mm-hmm. it's like a uh, just a connection of seeing. I see him, I savor him, and then I uh, just in, in you know in, let his life infuse infuse into me mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like a like a swallowing mm-hmm. of sorts. Um, and that's that starts off in the that has to be cultivated in the secret place. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no other place for that. Mm-mm. The priests when they um, when they ministered, they had to go into the tabernacle, into the temple. They had to. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, "When you pray, go into your closet, shut the door. You've mm-hmm. got to find a secret place mm-hmm. to really encounter God in your heart. Mm-hmm. I think a secret place is a place too, but sometimes it's it's um, y- your secret place is in you too. Within, it, exactly. You know, because you can go in your room and shut the door and still not enter into your secret place. That's true. You know, if you're still distracted or, or whatever. And I think, you know, you know that your secret place is, is your heart, that you're really connecting yeah. with him in, in your heart. You know, I can't express this too much because, you know, I know there's some people out there that are kind of like, Christian engineers, you know, they're, they're, they're really into, let's figure out what the word says, let's do what it says, you know, let's figure it out, let's do what it says. But there's a, there's an, there's an emotional side, there's a, there's a subjective side, a personal side mm-hmm. that's so important. I remember when the Lord really opened my eyes, I was, I was a young Christian and I was mm-hmm. reading my first ever Andrew Murray devotional book. Mm-hmm. If you've never read mm-hmm. Andrew Murray, he's, he's got some good devotional stuff out there. Um, he's a, he's with the Lord by now, now but yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, he was just commenting on the fact that the Lord commands that we love him, not just with our mind or with our actions, but with all our heart. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it just hit me that as a man, I was really taught to, and I think women too, you know, we can have our hearts hurt or mm-hmm. we shut off in different ways mm-hmm. and learning, you know, that our hearts were made to love God. Mm-hmm. And in his, he is the one who is fully safe to completely love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For everybody else, it's kind of hard. You, you got to hold back a little bit because nobody else is fully trustworthy. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. you go through those the, that process. But with God, there's no evaluation. Mm-hmm. He's completely trustworthy. He's completely safe and uh, in really opening up our heart. I don't know what happened, but at that point, that kind of shifted some things for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I began to realize that that transform that was starting to transform my walk 
quicker quicker than than me trying hard to walk differently right right like i understood all these on other the Bible aspects and, of mm-hmm. of the christian life and this is what the fruits of the spirit look mm-hmm, like and mm-hmm. so try you know i interpreted the fruit of the spirit as try hard to be try patient, to be patient <laughs> try to be kind, kind try to be gentle mm-hmm. and you know because that's the way christians are supposed to do it I'm sure no, it's the fruit of, of the spirit. The spirit, and the spirit is the spirit of worship. Mm-hmm. He, that is part of his nature right, in right. us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a spirit of fellowship, a spirit of faith. Uh, all of those things are happening mm-hmm. when you worship. When you worship, you're exercising faith. You're exercising love. You're mm-hmm. uh, you're surrendering yourself. You're giving yourself some uh, to someone else, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's just a powerful thing. And that begins. You become infused like a suntan. You, you know, <laughs> Moses would go and spend time with the Lord, and, and his face shone. Yeah, he'd come out glowing, glowing. Mm-hmm. and that is the context, yeah, actually, for mm-hmm. that statement. That mm-hmm. now we, you know, Moses had to have a veil, a veil, but we are with unveiled. Was, that's right, mm-hmm. and um, and we are here absorbing the glory of Christ, and we walk mm-hmm. that out. Mm-hmm. Right. In, I was going to say, just that as you were talking about that, it was, I was thinking about how um, that's, that can be one of the um, tricky things or distracting things, if you want to call it, um, about, about religion, mm-hmm. of, of when religion tries to, subs- when you try to substitute religion for true worship, right? because you can be religious and get everything done and that kind of thing, um, but and and go through all those things, but there's no connection of the heart, mm-hmm. you know, and and so um, and yet, you know, when you, when you evaluate or look at it because you're evaluating things from your mind, mm-hmm. um, maybe you can come away feeling okay about it, or I did my part, or whatever. I worshipped because right. I did this after the other. I attended church or I took communion or whatever, but but God, you know, again, he his call is to love the Lord with all your heart. And, uh, and and so don't sell yourself short by substituting religious things or traditions of men for right. that, uh, for, for the true relationship, heart connection with the Lord. Yeah, you know, as you're saying this, it's kind of reminding me of the other side of, of this is that I've seen a lot of people that associate worship and growing deeper in worship with, um, with really that kind of that, I call it the smooge, yeah, you know, right. dark rooms, dark and, rooms and, well, yeah, low lighting, you know, Bethel music, or, right. you know, right. and, right. and just, and, and really getting into a certain state of Emotional. mind and, and, and mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, uh, I've I haven't seen this personally, but I've I've heard people tell me, you know, that they've you know remember seeing you know people with their hands raised and you know tears coming down their face, and then find out that they were living in a long term adulterous affair, and and mm, you know, right? And if and you that's... would have seen them on Sunday morning, you'd have th- thought that this was you know j- this this person was so close to God. It's like that you you, you know you honor me with your lips, but your 
your hearts are far from me. So mm. it, it's really important that we're not, when, when the Bible talks about, and when we talk about worshiping God and loving Him from your heart, um, it's important that you understand that includes your emotions, but it's yeah, not just, just emotions. Emotional. Correct. It, um, it is. It it involves the whole of who you are. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when when we were uh, meeting primarily in uh, house churches, one of the things that that was interesting was to watch people who were coming from uh, strong charismatic backgrounds come into our little home setting mm -hmm. and. I could tell they were trying to get us to become that dark room where they could just, you know, just mm -hmm. lose themselves mm -hmm. in this experience Jeez. that, <laughs> right, that was carried along by music and and I love. Don't get me we wrong, love we love the music that. There's the, there's, yeah. there's something good mm -hmm. about that. Um, but when the church <laughs> becomes only a vehicle in meeting with the church just becomes a vehicle to you getting a certain feeling there's something wrong mm -hmm. and if you can't have understand that part of worship is it the heart of it is loving god mm -hmm. absolutely and you know it's funny there's not a lot of emphasis on music in the New Testament, not saying that there needed right. to be, you know, but it talks about be filled with the Spirit, singing Sing songs, songs him. and hymns. Mm -hmm. It's part of it for sure. Um, but we've, we come, we're in a day where it's, for some reason, people are able to segment things off mm -hmm. and they come to church trying to get that feeling and they're trying to get high enough, you know, in that hour that they can coast on through, you know, because they're going to start coming down through the week. And mm -hmm. it's really important that we learn to live, uh, have worship personally, mm -hmm. but then it just extends through the remainder, like, in our that everything becomes worship, mm -hmm. that we don't just stop worshiping God at the end of our quiet time, mm -hmm. but we worship God as we clean up the house and right. as we you know, mm -hmm. take out the trash and go to work. And, and that's what I was talking about before. Yes. And you know, a huge part of that, <laughs> especially like maybe um, for younger kids or, you know, young moms or whatever, is that um, there's this thing that comes up in you that rubs against your flesh, and you're like, ugh. Right. I, you know, but when you put that down and you, and you don't give in to complaining, mm. God's Word says that, you know, you shine bright. That's true. And, and that's worship. You know, yeah. that's, a, and, and we don't think about it that way so many times, is that, you know, by doing something without complaining, right. but with just a, a gentleness. It's like, I don't like to do this. This is my least favorite chore. And mm. if you, you know, I wish you hadn't asked me, but, you know, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it with a smile on my face mm -hmm. and peace in my heart um, because God enables me to. And that's that, you know, as we offer that worship to him, he's supplying to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that that is so important. Um, one of the things that came to mind uh, is that, you know, part of part of that daily worship, um, if it's not when you come up against that thing that's hard to do mm -hmm. and the only reason to do it God's way is God, mm -hmm. that's worship. That's worship. You know, when right. the only reason to give 
is God. God. The, only the only reason, reason to not say something really ugly, ugly here is, is God. God. The only reason to not, not to, to, or to fudge the truth or mm-hmm. this or that right. is God. God. That is when worship. it be, is worship. Mm-hmm. That's the living, the, you know, in your bodies, that living sacrifice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, there's so much of of uh, so many aspects to worship. Um, one thing that's come to mind is several times is that, you know, on the on the Passover, mm-hmm. um, one aspect of the Passover was that they were to to slay the lamb and to put the blood on the door, mm-hmm. and that blood spoke to God, right? And that's what allowed them to live. Inside, though. They were to eat the lamb, mm-hmm. and, and then the lamb, Would strengthen them. as they ate the lamb, that's what gave them strength. Right. And worship, in a large, large part, is just like that. It is eating the lamb. Mm-hmm. It is it is taking Jesus and letting him become your nourishment. Mm-hmm. And the power and the life that's in him now transfers and infuses mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know, when whenever you eat something, you know, <laughs> Tina fixed curry last week. And, you know, when, when we ate curry, I remember opening the door. You had gone to bed before me. I remember oh. opening the door. <laughs> And I was like, oh, the whole bedroom it smells smelled like, like curry. curry. And then the next morning, <laughs> the next day, you, our house you went out like... to the bathroom and then you came back in and you're like, oh, mm. you thought it was me making the, the room smell like, like curry. curry. But no, I mean, we it ate is, the like, curry. We ate and the curry we just... is permeating out of us. And that's yeah. exactly what happens when you worship God. He saturates you. Mm-hmm. And you may not even be aware of the the fragrance spiritually (laughs) Mm -hmm. that you release around you but here's the cool thing god receives he smells the fragrance we're a fragrance of christ to god Mm -hmm. we're a fragrance of christ to other believers Mm -hmm. and we're a fragrance of christ to the lost Mm -hmm. now to the lost they don't like that fragrance yeah (laughs) Yeah. um unless god's unless god's 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 drawing them and Mm -hmm. they're they're uh, inclining their heart towards the truth of of who god is Mm -hmm. um and that's what paul says we're a fragrance of death unto Unto death death. or life unto life Mm -hmm. and so um, as we worship and, and worship as a lifestyle, that is what allows us to continue to receive life. And it, it, it it's not just a Sunday morning thing. It's not just a corporate thing. Mm-hmm. When we get momentum, when you get a group of people. Right. It's that coming all together. That, that personal lifestyle mm-hmm. of personal worship, worship. Mm-hmm. corporate worship explodes. explodes. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are Dragging into corporate worship, having not worshipped right, through the week, the week. Mm-hmm. they're waiting to get to Sunday so they can Come worship. Come fill me up. Yes, mm-hmm. and look into the worship leader and the band and the sound system and all. Yeah, and that, and I understand. I mean, a lot of churches grow because they have a good nursery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, I and need the, to pick me up. Young, can young. I leave my kid? <laughs> Go get refreshed. Exactly, and you know that mm-hmm. between two cups of coffee and. 30 minutes without the kids and some worship, you know, Mm -hmm. it it feels like, yeah, but you can't ride that for the rest of the week. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to be able to turn to the Lord. And and there's so many things that keep us from being able to do that. One is just guilt. 
never feeling, you know, if, you, mm -hmm. if that's not settled. Mm -hmm. And even when it is settled, there's times where you just have to remember, remind yourself, I am entering into the presence of God, mm -hmm. not because I'm worthy in and of myself, but because of the blood of Christ that he has, it says in uh, Philippians, uh, that we, we are the true worshipers who mm -hmm. worship in the spirit of Christ and glory in Christ and put no confidence in, in the, flesh. the flesh. We're the true mm -hmm. circumcision. Um, and so if you don't have confidence in yourself, great. That's one part of worship, mm -hmm, but you've mm -hmm. got to have confidence in Christ. Mm -hmm. he, he's qualified us to be mm -hmm. partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. That's where you belong right. with all the holy ones because mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. a holy one because of Christ. And, uh, and don't just go there. There's an aspect where that's right. Don't just go there in your quiet time, um, uh, but live there. Mm. And you can keep that connection, that same heart, when you're privately with God and just loving Him and letting Him love you and worship, praising Him and, and letting Him remind you of who you are and just being thankful. You can carry that same spirit out as you are working, as you're driving, as you're doing everything you need to do. Errands and Lord, I'm doing this for you. I remember I practiced this. I decided I was going to take out the trash as worship mm, like mm -hmm. I, and i intentionally like you know loved god as i did it mm -hmm. you know yeah. like just kept that love motor just running mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know why it made it fun <laughs> <laughs> well because you're enjoying him and it, it's not about the task exactly. it's about him mm -hmm. whatever yeah. you do work at it with all your mm -hmm. heart as unto the, the lord. lord it's all worship mm -hmm. and that's wonderful so, brothers and sisters, we hope this is encouraging to you. Mm -hmm. um, we do this as worship unto the Lord. That's right. And uh, we hope that it lights your fire and keeps helps you to uh, continue to walk as sons mm -hmm. and daughters of the living God. So, uh, do that. Walk with Christ and go out and impact your world.